Hang on tight. Fish Talk Radio is about to take you on a fishing adventure. You're about to go places you have even yet to desire and revisit familiar favorites with live, on-the-water expert insider tips. Now, sit up straight, pay attention, take notes, and join the party for a blue water, white water, and calm water adventure. Check out fish tips and trips online at fishtalkradio.com. And now, the all-natural attitude adjustment. Welcome to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio, and we're going to have some more fun again today. We've got uh, Grizz calling in from La Paz, hopefully in the next couple of uh, minutes or so, but we're going to have plenty of time with him. He hasn't been around for a while. He's been out... Uh, well, we'll let you tell about it. But one of the things he's been doing is helping the Mexican government to retrain the pongarinos to the uh, uh, be able to do sport fishing instead of commercial fishing. So I'm sure he's going to be anxious to tell us about that. And we also have some news from electronics. And then we've got uh, Scott Brown to give us some tips from Chrysler and some uh, things about towing and vehicles. And then, of course, we've got some more lake reports. So right now, I believe that we have Grizz. Are you there? You better believe it, John. I'm here. <laughs> hey, it's Ready good to have you go. back, buddy. Okay, fantastic. Good to have you back. And, and thank uh, you, John. I, it's I, a pleasure to be back on the radio. Uh, okay, well, I just started telling people about what you've been up to a little bit about retraining. Uh, we've only got about a minute or so. But, so let's, let's get into that a little bit later because I think it's very, very important economically and ecologically you know, to the... Uh, to, to Baja. And yeah, well, not only to Baja, to the whole world. Yep. Yep, and it uh, <laughs> things are universal, aren't they? Yeah, they, they sure are, they, John. They, and you know, the fish move up and down, so if we take mm-hmm. care of them in one place, we've got to take them care of them in another. Right. Okay. Now, uh, let's give a, a couple of uh, things. First of all, we want to make sure people go to fishtalkradio.com, and we'd really appreciate if you'd go to uh, the Facebook at fishtalkradio.com and uh, uh, give us some information, some feedback, and get in touch with us and let us know some things that you're looking for. And we're going to be giving some prizes away in the next month or so, so make sure you start checking in with that, and we'll give you more information on it. And then, of course, ASOB Online, and Grizz is all over the airwaves with the new show Chef on the Water, which is on Travel Channel MX. And then your website, of course, you can start with ASOB Online, right, Grizz? Sure can. You can watch some of the shows and everything. All you okay. got to do is go look me up. Okay, well, we're going to go. You're listening to Fish Talk Radio. We'll be right back with you. Are you ready for a whale-watching adventure? The Santa Barbara Channel is known as one of the best whale-watching areas in the world. Over 27 species of whales, dolphins, and porpoises come here throughout the year. And there's no better way to spend time with these wonderful animals than aboard the high-tech Condor Express. Bring the whole family for an unforgettable whale-watching adventure. The Condor Express is Santa Barbara's premier charter boat for whale-watching, island excursions, sunset cruises, and private charters. Call Sea Landing at 882-0088 to book your trip. We'll see you on the Condor Express. Local fishing at its finest is aboard the Stardust. Day and half day trips on Stardust sport fishing are a family affair. Find out what it's like to view Santa Barbara from the water while you are catching dinner. See whales, dolphins, and Channel Islands up close. Spotless boat and friendly crew are perfect for beginner or expert. Get aboard with Jason Diamond and his crew on Stardust sport fishing, operating at a sea landing in the Santa Barbara Harbor. 
Clover Pass Resort, Ketchikan, Alaska, is in the heart of the salmon capital of Alaska. Walk a few yards to the dock and throw a line at king, silver, or pink salmon. Just a 90-minute direct flight from Seattle. You can be in your boat fishing the day you arrive. The calm waters at Clover Pass hold schools of salmon as well as halibut and rockfish. Clover Pass offers all-inclusive fishing packages starting under $1,000. For more information, call John at 877-FISH-RAP. That's 877-F-I-S-H-R-A-P. So you're covered in sand up to your waist thanks to the excessive digging of two very ambitious children, and you think, wait, did I lock my Impala back in the parking lot? And normally you'd just sit and stew about it. But you live in a time when an OnStar app lets you control your car from nearly anywhere in your world like it's some extremely remote control car, which it kind of is. So you tap the icon that zaps a signal that says to your car, boop, here's a signal to flip the mechanism that locks the door that sends a signal back to your phone to say, yes, your car is now safely locked. And you gotta wonder about the guy walking by when it happens. He's like, wow. And you're like, wow. And if you slow your brain for just a nanosecond, you realize just how amazing modern technology really is. All because you drive a Chevrolet Impala connected by OnStar. For details, availability, and system limitations, visit OnStar.com. It's time to fight fire with steel. To advance truck technology with an available Pentastar V6 and 8-speed transmission. The 2013 Ram 1500 with best-in-class fuel economy. Engineered to move heaven and earth. Guts. Glory. Ram. Standard pickup class excludes hybrids. EPA estimated 17 city, 20 combined, 25 highway MPG based on V6 4x2. Ram is a registered trademark of Chrysler Group LLC. Gonna back this boat into the water. Find a way to win a couple dollars. Welcome to Fish Talk Radio. I'm John Hennigan in studio, outside of the studio, all the way from the city of peace, capital of Baja, California, sir, is Mike Rich, a.k.a. The Grizz. Now, we're going to be getting into some of the stuff that Grizz has been doing lately in, a, in the next segment. Right now, we're, Grizz and I are going to be grilling uh, Tashambe, who is, you know what, I'll just let Tashambe introduce himself because... Uh, I'll probably get it wrong. Tashambe, welcome to Fish Talk Radio. Thank you so much, John, for having me on. Okay. Well, first of all, give us an idea of uh, what you do and what Navionics is. Well, I'm the Western Regional Sales Manager for Navionics. I manage all of Canada and the Western United States. And Navionics manufactures electronic charts for boats. So your Lorenz, Hummingbirds, um, Raymarine units. We make charting. Um, that you can put on your boat and see exactly everything that you need to know about the water. Well, that sounds like that could be some benefit to us. Uh, do you want to give a little, a little bit more detail? Bit, John. <laughs> but, but you know what's sad about it? He says Canada and Western United States. I didn't hear the big M in there. We need this down in Mexico. Well, we definitely have charting for, uh, for Mexican waters. Um, but this just happens to be the, the only area that I'm responsible for. So. Okay, well, get responsible for down here. We need you, buddy. There you go. <laughs> take take it on down, and Grizz will take you out, and uh, we'll see if that thing works. That's right, buddy. Uh, now, so, Shambi, why don't you give us an idea of what Navionics is, how it works, what it does, and then uh, finally why we want to have one. 
Well, you know, uh, just recently we've we've come out with a couple of brand new products that will go on your on your boat um, that are really kind of revolutionary. Um, the first thing is Navionics Plus and Navionics Update. Those are the two new products that we have. They're downloadable products. So the significant thing about these two products is that you can download anything you want in the U.S. and Canada onto that card up to two gigabytes. And the, the cool thing about it is it comes with something called Precious Data, which allows you to update your chart anytime you want for an entire year, and also something called Sonar Charts. And this is the, the part that, that is new and what I think is, is, has, it has revolutionized the industry, and that is Sonar Charts, where users can record sonar logs, anybody that has a Hummingbird, a Garmin, a Raymarine unit, and upload those sonar logs to Navionics, and within less than a week, we can create brand new maps from that, and that's pretty cool. So well, what, that sounds great. Now, so Tashambi, what you're doing is people that have um, your your system, they can uh, get get new information, give it to you, and then you um, put that in with the rest of your data to up. Uh, grade the maps, and the reason people would do that is to help everybody else that's in this that's uh, uses Navionics. Is that the idea? Absolutely. So, creating better mapping for the for the community, mm-hmm. the Navionics community, for sure. Okay. Now, let's kind of cover a little bit about so we kind of get a clear picture of what it is, because okay. you know there's there's plenty of charts that are available that'll give you um, fairly accurate. Uh, readings of the depth of water in different areas. So what does Navionics do that's different than that? Well, you know, there's a lot of the data that comes from the same place. The cool thing about Sonar Charts is that it's recorded data, so it's, it's, and as data gets added to it, it gets more and more accurate. So, um, and with that data, you get one-foot contours. So from 0 to 80 feet, you're going to get 1-foot contours. From 80 to 150, you're going to get 3-foot contours. From uh, uh, 150 to 1,000 feet, you're going to get 6-foot contours. So the data is fantastic. It's real high definition. And, that, and, then, and that's one of the things that will separate what we do from the, other, from the other manufacturers out there. Okay, so it will give you exact measurements uh, you know, to the foot for, from where you are and where it is to the bottom? Did, can you, can, does it give anything else about the contour of the bottom or what's down there? Um, I mean, that really gives you the structure that you're looking for so you can see where the drop-offs are, you can see where the points are, and you can see how, how steep these things are. And that's really what, what uh, fishermen need out there to find fish. And Chris, sounds like you right, I thing. want one. I don't know how to get it. But he keeps talking about United States and Canada. What about us? We got better fish, more fish, and we need your help. Well, you know, one of the charts on the West Coast absolutely goes down into the Mexican waters. And we have charts that cover all of that water um, as well. So, Grizz, you're covered. Uh, well, to Shambi, with, uh, with the pull that you have with Navionics, we might be able to get Grizz fixed up. What do you think? You know, I hear that it's a who-you-know world. <laughs> you hear it's a what? It's who-you-know. Oh, that's what it is. It's who-you-know. You better believe it. All right. There you go. But, I would love to have you come down here and show you what we got. 
Well, that sounds... well you, you send me the invitation, and I'm... I'm I don't have to way. send it. I'm giving it to you in front of all these thousands of people that are listening to us. You have it a hotel, you got a that. boat, you got a captain, and you got a bilingual guide. What more do you want, buddy? It doesn't get better than that. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Uh, you know what? This is a good time of the year to get down there, too, isn't it, Chris? Oh, man, the yellowtail are absolutely incredible. Mm-hmm. We caught over 35 by 12 o'clock over... 35 pounds. We didn't get anything over 50, but 35 to 50 pounds is what we were catching. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't want to catch anymore. Too tired. <laughs> they, hey, they pull hard, don't they? Oh, man. Yeah. On jigs, John. Yeah. Oh, that's a lot of fun. As soon as you get them, you got to just, you know, just you know, tighten down the drag and start cranking either that or put throw the motor in gear and take off. But anyway, let's let's not get into that right now. You're getting me too excited about yellowtail. Let's well, talk, I'm let's talk about him to come down here and fish for him. I'll okay. teach him how to catch those big yellowtail. Now, uh, Toshambe, what uh, you said? Waterways? Are we talking um, saltwater, freshwater, both lakes, streams, or what do you have? Yeah, in fact, it, it works in it works in any water, whether it's freshwater or saltwater. Um, so we have you know we have new data off both coasts. Um, in the Gulf, uh, and we just opened up sonar charts in Canada uh, where we have brand-new data, you know, coming on for lakes that we haven't had data for in the past. So it's really, really taking off right now. Okay, well, let me kind of go back over then. What you do is you're still going to use your normal electronics that you have on the boat, your uh, your sounder, you know, to read the bottom. But That's correct. this, you can use, you can use this with your existing electronics, or as yeah. things are happening now, everybody's you, know, you can get almost anything you want on your uh, smartphone. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that same the, the, that same feed, those same features are available on smartphones now. So Android devices, iOS devices, iPhones, and iPads. We have apps that you can go to the App Store, the Apple App Store, or the Google Play Store and download the maps right onto your smartphone or your iPad or your, your tablet. Well, this it sounds... the same thing. You yeah. can actually see the sonar charts right. um, that we were talking about mm-hmm. and uh, several other features. Well, this sounds expensive. I know if you were to buy books that covered all those charts, it would cost hundreds of dollars. It would, it would cost quite a bit. And, and, and if you're sitting down, I'll mm-hmm. tell you the price. Okay. So for the, the iPhone, it's right around $15. What? How yeah, much? It's only about fifteen dollars. <laughs> okay, fifteen. I still five. didn't hear that right. I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me again. Quince. Louder. Quince. It's only fifteen dollars. I because I kept thinking I could hear it, but I can't believe it's so cheap. Yeah, yeah. And for the iPad, it's going to be a little bit more, but it's a high definition um, uh, app. And that'll be right around fifty-five dollars, but okay. still very, very reasonable price. All right, Toshambe, I think you convinced a few people. How do we get one of these? And we've only got about uh, uh, twenty seconds. Give us a website to go to. For more information, go to navionics.com. And that is spelled n-a-v-i-o-n-i-c-s dot com. Well, that's pretty simple. Na- I want one for my iPod. Okay. Well, I, I can't spell your first name, but I can spell Navionics. Thank you, Toshambe. <laughs> Thank you so much, John. Appreciate, Appreciate that. We'll talk to you real Waiting soon. Waiting on you to come down. Okay. Thanks, Grizz. All right, guys. We're going to take a break. Now you're listening to Fish Talk Radio. Uh, Grizz, you stick around. Toshambe, thank you for coming in. 
The Santa Barbara Channel offers some of the most productive sport fishing in the world. Channel Island Sport Fishing offers the most boats to enjoy it. Call 805-383-1612. At Channel Island Sport Fishing, you pick the time and place you want to go. Nearshore halibut, calico bass and rockfish, or fish the Channel Islands for white sea bass and yellowtail. For whale watching and private charters, Channel Island Sport Fishing in Oxnard has clean, modern boats with professional, friendly crews. Make your reservations for a deep-sea adventure by calling 805-383-1612. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Wormer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. Lake Kachuma is a California treasure. Bald eagles, deer, egrets, foxes, wild turkeys play on the banks and in the trees. Red ear, bluegill, bass and catfish inhabit the waters. Rainbow trout are planted on a regular basis and easily caught from boat or shore. Lake Kachuma Boat Rentals is a key to a successful day on the lake. Call 805-688-4040 for information. Tackle, skiff, or pontoon boat rental. Call Craig at 688-4040. 20 minutes north of Santa Barbara. Kachuma Boat Rentals for a day to remember. World-class golf, fishing, and diving in the clear, warm waters of the Sea of Cortez with a true five-star resort. The Grand Heritage Hotel and Resort at Costa Baja, great value and without the hustle of other parts of Baja. On the white sand beach with Espirito Santos Island minutes away. Signature restaurants, pools, and accommodations for an intimate weekend, weddings, or corporate events. On the web at Costa Baja resort.com if you're looking for a magical and unique gift for someone special look no further than the skies above you santa barbara soaring specializes in glider rides making memories that last a lifetime experience santa barbara the san Inez valley and central coast with the silence of soaring purchasing a gift certificate is just a couple of clicks away visit santabarbarasoaring.com pick your ride and the certificate will be sent directly to you just in time for the holidays let santa barbara soaring help you provide the gift they'll never forget. SantaBarbaraSoaring.com The water on the lake is smooth as glass. We might get you sunny. We might get you bounce. Oh, what do you say? What do you say? What do you say? Let's go fishing. Come on, let's go fishing. Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. I'm John Hennigan in studio, and we have with us, well, not exactly in studio, but we've got the Grizz uh, talking to us from La Paz, Baja, California, sir. And we have Scott Brown, which is somewhere on the West Coast, I believe. He's out uh, probably driving his Jeep someplace. Uh, Scott is, uh, is it the Western Regional Sales Manager for Chrysler Jeep Dodge? Yeah. Yeah, communications manager. I do all the. I get the fun stuff. I don't you have do. to sell the stuff, but I get to talk about the stuff I love. So perfect. Let's talk a little bit about it. That's what I call honking the horn. <laughs> <laughs> Grizz knows about that. So you're that. the yeah. horn honker of Jeep. I'm the horn honker <laughs> on the West Coast. Absolutely. Right. That sounds great. Good well, job. You've got some. I, I have to say that Jeep has a long and maybe storied history. 
you know, I can just think of in the last, you know, I used to have an automotive shop, and when I was there, you know, there was Jeep, there was AMC, and then it was part of this, and then yeah. part of, um, and then Mercedes have it, and Chrysler, and, but since, you know, it's come to where it is right now, Jeep has always been utilitary, but not always comfortable, and, you know, not always that reliable, but boy, they really I make a, a product. Now. Was Willys ever a Jeep? Yeah, absolutely. Willys was kind of the was the company that that uh, that Pretty built the original Jeep, right? Willys because I had Willys. a thirty seven Willys. Yeah, yeah. Willys was the kind of the original company, and then you know they it was kind of a nickname. People don't know where Jeep came from, whether it was general purpose, you know, from from huh. the military, or whether whether it was what from. Um, oh yeah, an acronym. And that mm-hmm. yeah. Um, or you know, some people say Popeye. There was a there was a character on Popeye that they called Jeep. Oh. Um, so there's a, there's there's you know a couple of different theories on where the Jeep name came from, but it definitely came, I feel, from the military. Hmm. Interesting. Hey, by the way, Grizz, that thirty-seven Willys, uh, you bought that new, didn't you? Right after uh, you graduated from college. Oh. <laughs> oh, man, you're just a real a hole, John. <laughs> oh. anyway. Why are you talk to me like that? <laughs> But uh, anyway, I'm going fishing. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, Scott, why don't you give us a little bit of an idea uh, about whatever you want to talk about today, or what particular product? I, I'm, I think you know you do Dodge and everything, but I think Jeep is what we're talking about today. So, what does Jeep have that's uh, new that we should know about? You know, the thing that I'm really excited about right now is the new Cherokee. Um, the Liberty goes away, um, and this is our compact sport utility vehicle from from Jeep. You know, it's it's slotted. Um, below the Wrangler, below the Grand Cherokee. It's in a super competitive segment. Um, you know, that segment wants fuel economy, and they want refinement. And if Jeep's going to play there, we have to have capability. So this new, this new small Jeep, you know, um, gets it, great fuel economy, 45% better than the Liberty that it replaces, um, but, but yet it can still haul a trailer. And what's important to your guys is it can still haul a trailer. So a 4,500-pound towing capacity, you know, not that's not a huge trailer, but there's a lot of guys that are hauling bass boats, smaller boats. Um, you know, sometimes you don't need that big, big, big truck. Well, I guess it's what you're talking about is matching the equipment. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, in, in, in this day and age, you want to be efficient, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so if you've got a smaller boat, you can look at a smaller vehicle, um, you know, in, with the right horsepower, the right torque, the right towing rating so that, you know, you're, you know, you're getting the efficiency that you want. Well, of course, being smaller, we assume that it's more economical. Right. Well, this this little Cherokee Grizz, I know you got a suburban, but this thing this thing will get up to thirty one miles per gallon on the highway. Whoa. Um, you know, which is don't which talk is, about that, <laughs> Scott. <laughs> Sorry. Don't, I just came back from the north doing uh, some training with that beautiful suburban of mine. And I didn't like it so much every time I stopped at the gas station. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, unfortunately, some of those vehicles, and, you know, when you got a boat, that a big boat, you know, there's you, nothing can, you know, substitute the cubic inches and the power of the torque that you need. But it, in the event that you got a smaller boat, you know, and you can, can live with, with um, a smaller vehicle, this new Cherokee, you know, is, is a phenomenal option. It, like I said, it, it it still will haul a trailer up to 45. It's got an actual, we call it a PTU, a power takeoff unit, which is basically a transfer case. So it's got a low gear. A lot of these these um, soft rotors, as I like to call them, these, these uh, parking lot crawlers, 
um, uh, you know, the, the, a lot of our competitive vehicles, they don't have a low range. So if you're pulling a boat out of the sand, you know, you're at a, at a sand launch or even a, even a paved boat ramp that's slippery, this has a low range, which compounds the power, which enables you to, you know, pull a boat out of a boat well without slipping all over the place. Well, well that's what we need, too. You know, I've been watching the Jeeps. The Jeeps, like I said, I've owned several of them. I've owned the Cherokee. I've owned the, uh, remember the CJ, was a CJ5? CJ7. Yeah. Yep. Oh. Mm-hmm. oh, yeah. I had a CJ7. That's what I used to use for going up in the mountains uh, when I was guiding elk hunters. Okay, yep. Uh, and so I know Jeep, you just can't, you know, there's a thing about a Volkswagen and a Jeep. You can't kill either one of them. They just keep, they're like a cockroach. You smash them, (laughs) they still keep kicking their legs. (laughs) They do like to go, they like to play hard. You know, and the, I, I love working for a company that makes these things. Yeah. Well, Scott, um, I think that uh, um, every time I talk to you, I get more confused because the last time we were talking about that truck with a, with a small V8 diesel engine, I wanted one of those. But now that Liberty sounds like I might want one of those. <laughs> well, that, that diesel, though, yeah. that, that three-liter diesel at 420 pound-feet of torque, and that gets 30, 31 miles per gallon on the highway out of wow. the bigger Grand Cherokee, and that's going to haul a boat up to 7,400 pounds. Wow. So, you know, it just, again, pick your flavor, pick what, you're, what you need from an efficiency standpoint and a capability standpoint. You know, that's important to match that, right? right. What size trailer do I have? What size boat do I have? You know, what I'm going to be spending my time doing. And then, you know, we've got some right. really great vehicles that will, will fit your needs. Okay, Scott, I assume that probably the best way for someone to <clears throat> find out more about it is just go to your local dealer? Yeah, yep, local dealer or jeep.com. Okay. You know, that's the, that's the easiest way to go and, and check them out. Okay, that's awesome. Scott, thanks for that update. We have to keep, every time we bring you around, we can learn more stuff. Uh, well, thanks for having me. Well, on Scott, come on, drive it down here, and then you, uh, you can go back on an airplane, and I'll keep it down here. Okay. We'll, we'll yeah. give it a good run. That we'll put it on wor- television. We'll tell everybody how great it is. That'd be worth it, man. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll be down there tomorrow. <laughs> well, oh, come on. Scott. I don't think you can make it. Better leave fast, today, Scott. Come on. Better leave today. <laughs> Okay, Scott. Thanks, Thanks. guys. You betcha. Okay, bye-bye. Well, Grizz, it looks like we're keeping up on some of the latest stuff, electronics and vehicles. Uh, We've wanted to give you a little bit more time, but we've got a couple minutes. Let's go ahead and start a a little bit about your trip real quickly, what you've been doing for the Mexican government and the Pongarinos uh, to help uh, transition uh, from uh, taking as many fish as they can to uh, sport fishing. Well, John, the government has finally opened up their eyes to find out if we don't start taking care of our natural resources, they're going to go away, and they're not coming back. So they put me and Charles, my son, to travel all of these little fishing villages, and I mean little fishing villages where there's not hotels. Uh, we stay in what they call a posada, which are just tiny little rooms, and teach the people how important catch and release is are how important it is to use circle hooks opposed to the old J-hooks, what kind of rods to use, what kind of reels to use, because sooner or later, commercial fishing is going to die because they have corrals now of most of the game fish, and they're not buying from the commercial fishermen. They can get, with the corrals, they can get fresh fish. They don't have... Commercial fishermen coming, throwing on ice, staying there for two days, and then finally getting to the store where it looks like their eyes are they they yeah. got a hangover because they're red. 
I mean, that's what the fish are looking like in the store. He's looking at the head of a fish in the store. Yeah. He's got red eyes and white gills. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's what's happening. So the, the people are now starting with these corrals. So the fishermen, commercial fishermen, are suffering. So we're teaching them a whole new concept. It's better to make $150 a day taking two dudes fishing than it is to make 50 pesos a day catching fish and having to flay them out. Well, so that's what we're doing. We're traveling all over the northern part of the state of Baja California Sur and uh, working with them. We just made a new DVD. Actually, we made uh, 1,000 of them. We're passing out to the fishermen to teach them the pros and cons on fishing. So it's really exciting. We're well, as a, as a, yeah, a, a sport fishing as opposed to uh, what they've been doing. Yeah, uh, commercial fishing. Mm-hmm. Well, that certainly makes good sense, Chris. Uh, the other part of it is, you know, when they when their livelihood depends on how many fish they can kill, it doesn't do a whole lot for the resources. But, you know, sport fishing where there's limited amount that you take, and frequently a lot of those species are released anyway. So it sounds like it's a win-win situation. Well, imagine, John, you catch a little uh, red snapper. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, a little bitty tiny thing. You take a fillet off it, what's it worth? No, taco. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. It's not even worth a taco. Yeah. It's worth uh, yeah. 10 cents. Yeah. The two fillets. And right. you've killed this beautiful little baby fish. For ten cents. Oh, I see. So I mean, this is what we're trying to teach them. If they're going to commercial fish, do it right. Use circle hooks so you can re- release the fish and all of that. And it's been a great experience. We've been received incredibly well by all the fishermen because they say, "Here's this white guy with a big white beard telling me how to fish." Yeah, there you go. No, we're not getting that attitude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm surprised. So, is, you know, most of those uh, people that you're talking about, they learn from their father, who learned from his father, who learned from his father, and they've been they've been doing this for the last you know uh, generations. And getting them to change cannot be an easy thing. No, it's not. But the younger generation is opening their eyes. They're seeing that their grandpa caught a lot of fish and yeah. did make some money. Yeah. And they're fishing the same way, and it's not happening anymore. Okay. Well, Grizz, we're going to see if we can pick this up a, a little bit later in the show. Right now we have to go to a break, but you're not going anywhere, I hope. And we're going to be right back with Fish Talk Radio and Mike the Grizz from ASOB Online. We'll be right back. Vagabundos Del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos Del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 
800-474-BAHA. For more than a century, sport fishermen have led the charge for conservation. From trout to marlin, anglers have worked to protect our natural resources and establish successful programs that benefit fish and fishermen. Today, this legacy is at risk unless we step up and lead the fight for real-world conservation. That's what the Sport Fishing Conservancy is all about, doing what's best for fish and fishing and making sure anglers get the credit we deserve. Check out the Sport Fishing Conservancy and find out how you can help at sportcon.org. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Want to make your drive more exciting? It starts with Shell V Power Premium Gasoline. It's Ferrari's choice for improved performance. Shell V Power removes an average of 60% of performance-robbing gunk on intake valves left by low-quality premium gasolines. And it starts with your very first tank. The result is the kind of performance that gives you more excitement behind the wheel. Choose Shell V Power Premium Gasoline today and let the excitement begin. Welcome to Fish Talk Radio. I'm John Hannigan in studio, and we have Mike Ritz, a.k.a. The Grizz, which is a little bit south of us, down in La Paz. And then we also have on the line with us, close by, we have Chelsea, and she works for Cal Parks Company that has numerous lakes around California, and two of them are kind of next to each other in the kind of central south I guess it's the northern part of Southern California, which yep. is <laughs> Lake Nascimento. <laughs> yeah, then Lake Nascimento and uh, Lake San Antonio, which are two tremendous um, uh, recreation lakes. So, Chelsea, give us an idea. As most people know, the West Coast has gone through a pretty serious situation with water. Is there any water in uh, and either Nascimento or San Antonio? You know what? We do have some water. We do have a little bit of water left, like you said. I mean, the whole entire state of California is experiencing, unfortunately, a pretty bad drought right now. Um, Unfortunately, Lake San Antonio is at a record low of 4.8%. So we are um, 
experiencing some very low water levels over here at Lake San Antonio. Mm -hmm. um, we don't have any launch ramps open, but you still can hand launch. So we've been seeing a lot of people um, in kayaks fishing. We've actually um, spotted some striper boils the other day. So the fishing is definitely still available. It's starting to pick up a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, the warm weather really isn't turning the fish away <laughs> that much. There you go. Um, so there is water, and, you know, it is beautiful outside. We've been experiencing 80-degree weather days, which is just incredible right well, now. Well, it seemed like it should be some real good fishing because you've got the fish concentrating. Exactly. And the other thing would be exactly. the fish, when they're concentrated, would be eating all of the uh, their natural food. Therefore, they will be hungry and ready to hit anything. Exactly. All in one spot. So I'm going to say your uh, chances of catching a fish are a lot higher now mm -hmm. <laughs> with such little water. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's still gorgeous out. All of our wild animals are out. So much wildlife is, you know, just around, mm -hmm. coming kind of closer, just looking for water. Um, and then over at Lake Nascimento, which is only 20 minutes away, we're at 25%. So, you oh. know, it is a little bit lower than we'd like to see right now, but we still have water, um, enough water to launch boats for recreation. So, Lots of um, water skiers, like I said, 80-degree days. So last week we were seeing all kinds of wakeboarders and water skiers, as well as the fishermen. So we have, have been having a bunch of tournaments on the weekends. I know they've been having some luck with spotted bass, a few uh, three-pounders. So the fishing has definitely been great over at Nacimiento. Well, I would say it's time to go. And the great thing about your lakes, it's open to swimming. Well, you can go water skiing in January, February. Yes, now. you can. There you go. Okay. Well, and how do we get in touch with uh, with Chelsea, or where, what's the best way to get in touch best with Best way is to go on our website. Mm -hmm. So it is a little hard to spell Nacimiento, so do your best, but it's nacimientoresort.com. Um, and then LakeSanAntonioResort.com. And all of our information is on there, how to get to our lakes, information about our fishing mm -hmm. conditions, um, our lodging, our campgrounds, um, Perfect. everything. Well, I keep saying I'm going to do it. One of these days we're going to give a prize to somebody, that can, uh, the first one to tell us how to spell Nascimento. I know. we got to get some callers <laughs> calling and there spelling it for us. <laughs> there you go. Thank you, Chelsea. We really appreciate that. Always Come a pleasure. Down. You betcha. Thanks. Thank you. Bye, girl. Okay. Uh, Bye. Okay, Grizz, we've got another lovely young lady on the line with us that we're going to do some more fish reporting with. We have Amy from Channel Island Sport Fishing. Amy, my Hi. darling, how are you? Good, guys. How are you? Well, Amy, um, actually, Grizz and I have been fighting over who's going to take you fishing in Baja. <laughs> There's no need to fight. Well, it's no, like no. this, Amy. I have the boat. Oh. oh. I have the captain. I know how to fish better than him, even though he says he does. So I'm your man. Well, Chelsea, let me let me explain something and to I'm you. And I'm bilingual. Let, <laughs> Chelsea, let me explain something to you. I have to admit that Grizz is probably a better angler than I am, but I'm luckier. And luck beats skill any day. <laughs> That's what they say. <laughs> Don't believe him. <laughs> but uh, give if us he night. didn't, if he wasn't in my boat, he wouldn't be lucky. <laughs> <laughs> Amy, good healthy competition. Well, give us an idea what's happening along the central coast and the Channel Islands area. Uh, you know, it's the slow, the slow time of year. Just a lot of sand dab fishing right now, and whale watching. A lot mm -hmm. of whale watching. Oh yeah, that's 
That's awesome. And you are, we talked about it in the past, what a unique area that you're in of the confluence of the Alaska Current and the California Current coming together and creating this natural upwelling that uh, uh, puts a lot of food in the water. And that's why one of the reasons there's so many whales around all the time. Actually, there's some, from what I understand, on the back of uh, Santa Cruz, there's year, some whales will stay there year-round. Yeah, yeah, I've seen them year-round. Mm-hmm. So this is very unusual because, it's, you know, the, normally they just go back and forth from, uh, I guess, Mag Bay, Grizz, up until up until Alaska and back and forth. I, I've seen so many whales uh, this last week when I was up north. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've seen 10 whales while we were fishing at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's There's more a, whales than I've ever seen in my life. Just in Mag Bay, there's over 480. Wow, that's amazing. Wow. That is. That's that's pretty cool. It's a record, of mm-hmm. all-time record in Mag Bay. Yeah, they're amazing, amazing critters, and and they're you know they're they're kind of like gentle giants. Would that be a way to describe them, Amy? I think they're ugly giants, <laughs> and some of them are gentle, and other ones aren't. You have the friendly and the unfriendly. Uh huh. Like people. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Exactly right. Okay. Well, it sounds like there's plenty of reason to stop in at Channel Island Sport Fishing. And uh, if, if you do, you know, make sure that you introduce yourself and, and uh, say that you heard Amy on the uh, radio and that uh, uh, John said you get to fish for free that day. <laughs> uh, you may not have any luck at it, but you can ask. Right. There you go. We'll, we'll play that one by ear. There you go. <laughs> okay. Well, Amy, you can fish free with me. Well, thank you. Okay. <laughs> Well, uh, seriously, I, I think we're going to really get Amy to go down there um, this year. I want to make a television show with her. Um, yeah, she'd be good on the t- on television. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right, guys. Okay. All right, Amy, we appreciate you coming on and putting up with that abuse, and we'll talk to you next week. And I think what we're going to do is do something special for you next week. Oh, okay. Well, I look forward to it. All righty. Thanks. Thanks. Okay. Bye. Mm-hmm. Bye. Uh, Grizz, um, yes, sir. we don't have a whole lot of time, but let's see if we can try and cover the next couple of minutes to get back with what you've been doing. We don't have much time left in the program with the Pongarinos. And the government has hired you to go help uh, transition some of the commercial fisher boats, the, you know, basically the, the Ponga, uh, right? Uh-huh. And, yeah, well... Uh... Not so much the transition as much to teach them that there are two ways to fish. You've got to remember, some of these guys never seen a spinning rod and reel mm-hmm. or a jigging reel. Well, They've I know, never seen it or uh, a fly rod. Yeah, well, I know I've been down there, and <laughs> a lot of them don't use anything but uh, a hook and a line. Their hands. Yeah. yeah. And it works. So it was really fun showing them the difference between a jigging reel and rod compared to a trolling and to a casting and pitching and fly. I was out in the middle, you know, throwing flies, showing them what a fly rod was. And they were at all. They couldn't imagine (laughs) anybody would throw a fly. Right. Right. So it was wonderful. It really was wonderful, and I enjoyed doing it. I will be doing it in La Paz next week, Mm -hmm. uh, showing the people here how to do it. And, uh, Showing, if you want to go fishing, John, this is something you need to tell the public. You don't have to worry now about the captains in these little towns. They know what to do. They know what a safe boat is. They have emergency equipment, and they know how to take a fisherman fishing. Mm-hmm. 
Well, so that's what I'm teaching. You know, it wasn't that long ago, Grizz. I've been going down to Baja for, oh, I, I think it's over 30 years, at least once a year. And there's certainly been a change where there was a time, you know, when, when you got in a boat and you caught a fish and you wanted to put it back, they go, what are you talking about? <laughs> Why would you want to put it back? Why are you fishing if you're going to put them back? And things have changed dramatically, slowly, but they've changed dramatically. And, of course, the, the billfish mo- mostly, but even now people are actually paying attention to limits and, you know, not, not depleting. Yeah, it's great that they're opening up their eyes. Well, they're seeing that there's not as many as there was a while ago, mm-hmm. as the song goes. Mm-hmm. You know, so you they're few, aware. Can, and I, it's, I'm, I'm not sure if I know that one. Can you sing a little bit of it, Chris? No, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> Okay. Well, I have a kind of a sore throat because okay. I've been giving talks for a, for over a week, so right. I don't mm-hmm. want to sing. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, it's uh, the people are becoming aware, and uh, Charles and I are out there. We're writing articles for the newspapers. We're giving speeches to the the fishermen, and we're doing a public awareness so that they can actually see. And surprising enough, the people are getting gleams in their eyes, not before, mm-hmm. where they look down at the floor and just shake their head and walk away from it. Hmm. So I'm real happy with what we're doing and what the government is sponsoring us and helping us to do. And I see a big improvement, and I see a lot of things happening. Well, and what you mentioned earlier, you know, the great thing about it is, is by them transitioning into sport fishing, they can actually make more money that, you know, instead of working hard all day and depending on, you know, what they get, maybe 20, 30, 50 bucks a day, you know, where, and they don't know, but they can take somebody out, you know, and make, make more than that on a consistent basis. Like 125, 130, 140. Mm-hmm. Well, that would, yeah, that would, uh, that would, that, no wonder they're getting excited. But that's great what, what the government is doing and what you're helping out with. Yeah, well, John, I put an honor to work, uh, you know, we have to help out with our natural resources because if we don't take care of it, sooner or later, they'll be gone. Well, we don't want to do that because it's, it is beautiful. Okay, Grizz, uh, we got the, uh, the nod that we're going to have to end this session. We appreciate you coming on. And again, visit Grizz at asobonline.com and then be sure to tune in to fishtalkradio.com. Uh, and we appreciate you listening. We're going to be talking to you real soon. Vagabundos Del Mar Boat and Travel Club has 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundos Del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at vagabundos.com or call 800-474-BAJA. The Santa Barbara Channel offers some of the most productive sport fishing in the world. Channel Island Sport Fishing offers the most boats to enjoy it. Call 805-383-1612. At Channel Island Sport Fishing, you pick the time and place you want to go. Nearshore halibut, calico bass and rockfish, or fish the Channel Islands for white sea bass and yellowtail. For whale watching and private charters, Channel Island Sport Fishing in Oxnard has clean, modern boats with professional, friendly crews. Make your reservations for a deep-sea adventure by calling 805-383-1612.
The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio with The Grizz, who is uh, visiting with us today. He's been gone for a couple of weeks. Grizz, you're getting uh, a little too popular and too busy. You know, it's that, uh, well, John, you know, it's great to be traveling, meeting new people, seeing new places. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm going all over. It's just been incredible. I was all up in the northern part of Baja California Sur. And uh, I got to really meet some great fishermen up there. Uh, they were kind enough to take me out fishing. I had some of the best yellowtail fishing I ever had in my life. We caught 38 yellowtail from 35 to 50 pounds before 1 o'clock. Whoa, that sounds now, like I've never a had it. We were jigging for them. Uh, what we did was we trolled and with, uh, you know, diving baits, and we got two hits immediately. We hooked up. We just stopped the boat, and we started jigging, and we every time the jig would hit, hmm. after about the third jig, we had fish on. We were using all ultralight tackle. Oh, shoot. We used a 20-pound test. Wow. And 18-pound test rods. Whoa, that's, uh, that's about... Now, in my experience, the yellowtail normally are in the water above rocks, and you got to go down, you know, depending on how deep the water is, what, probably the 60, 80 feet, something like that? We were at 94 feet. Okay. And, then, and the fish were taking it on top of the rocks, as you said, but yeah. there was any of them 
headed. These rocks never broke us off, or we never had a problem with that. Well, However, yeah. we did break three rods. <laughs> I broke one myself, Charlie broke one, and the captain broke one. Uh, those aren't grizz like rods. I said, we use an 18-pound... 18 to 20 pound bass rod. That's a te- that's yeah, that's say that's, that's for uh, trout or bass. Yeah, and that's what we were using mm-hmm. jigging with those. Those weren't grizz rods, were they? No, no, grizz rods don't break. Yeah, that's what I thought. I don't have any that small. Right, right. But uh, uh we caught that many fish. I broke a rod. I mean, it just broke like a 22 shot because mm-hmm. <laughs> I was pulling on it. Charlie did the same, and the captain did. It was just absolutely incredible. We actually made two television shows in one day mm-hmm. of this massive catch of yellowtail. And where was that? It was in Lobocana. Where's that? That is about uh, four hours north of Mag Bay. Oh, okay. It's on the, it's on the Pacific. Yeah, it's on the Pacific. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell anybody that wants to go there, they need to get a hold of John or need to get a hold of me. They've got six really good boats Mm -hmm. out there. They've got cabins that they built right on the water. I mean, log cabins on the water, Hmm. right on the beach. And the guys are great. I trained them, and we worked with them about uh, service. Mm -hmm. And they're just fish like i never seen. It's virgin. Well, that's what I was just going to say, Grizz. Apparently it gets no pressure because you can't fly in um, to an airport 30 minutes away. So that sounds like, you know, if you really want to go on a fishing trip, that sounds like what to do. And Yeah, if anybody wants to get a hold of, get a hold of John or get a hold of me, mm-hmm. we can set you up there. I mean, it's virgin. You just literally catch fish on top of fish on giant calico bass up to 15 pounds. Whoa. Uh, sheepheads, 9, 10, 11 pound fish on big male sheepheads with a big lump on them. Chris, black. all I can say is so many fish in so little time, but let's just go ahead and main thing is, is pick a time. We've got some great trips coming up this year uh, to Baja, and that was our Real Fun Adventures. Go to fishtalkradio.com. Up on the right says Real Fun Adventures. Click on that, and then get in touch with us on anything you're interested in, and we'll make it happen for you. And, of course, go to Real Fun, uh, excuse me, to ASOB online and see what Grizz is up to, and both on the Facebook and the website. Grizz, thank you. You're welcome, buddy. All right, talk to you soon, buddy. Well, there's a sign upon your door. Uh-huh. Gone fishing.